Hello, podcast listeners. This is Eric Anderson, host of YXE Underground with a special bonus episode. It is Thursday, October the 15th. Is it the 15th today, Kirby? It is. It's the 15th uh, of October. I am in the Broadway Theater right now. It's uh, Thursday afternoon, and beside me uh, is a friend of the podcast and someone uh, very well known in the community, and his name is Kirby Rochenko. And Kirby, the reason why I'm talking to you today is... Well, we launched today uh, a fundraising effort, a campaign, and it's interesting. You know, I've been here about 13 years. We haven't done a public reaching fundraiser for over a decade. And so um, there's a little tiny thing called the pandemic that's happening right now. And that is adding some stress to the, the future potential of lots of businesses and lots of orgs. Um, the Broadway being so involved in getting people together, there's a real good chance that we're going to be among the very last businesses and orgs that'll be able to kind of reopen fully. What have the last five, six, seven months been, been like for you and the organization? Well, you know, we closed on right around Juno's weekend. And so we were in the middle of a super busy year and a lot of good things happening. And what we did was we we hunkered down and we cut all our expenses quick. So, I mean, I laid myself off and my whole team at 20 off. We shut everything down March 16th. And, you know, I, I as a volunteer, I, I kind of did some hours every week to kind of steer the thing. But it really wasn't until about end of June, start of July, that the board hired me back kind of full time. And then my managers have come back in August. So there's a few of us working and, you know, you're stick handling, moving. I think we've moved over 100 events. Uh, off of our calendar to later dates, later years. We've only really truly canceled about a dozen. So it it gives you confidence because you think, well, if you know if this time comes where things are returning back to normal, we know there's a ton of confidence uh, out there, whether it's artists or agents or managers. People will want to be back at the Broadway. We know that. Um, the dilemma that we'll face is, making sure that we last until that time that we can recycle because you know at at this point i mean the building itself and i'm not talking about you know paying staff or anything else or even a mortgage i'm just talking about utilities taxes um your your insurance this is just so the building's legal and so it's it's okay to sit here that's about a seventy thousand dollar a year cost so to be able to maintain and manage what we can do right now with making very little revenues but needing to try and last until and and i guess eric just to make a fine point of it some businesses have been open almost the entire time you know reduced capacity whatever but they've been open since march april we were only allowed to open in july and and at 21 percent of our capacity and of course there's no tours on the road there's no shows coming through so there's really nothing to book so what we can do in the building is very limited uh, I would say 5%, 7% of our normal income is what we could hope to bring in right now and what we're allowed to do. And so for us, it's not about, oh, well, we just got to make it till spring. I mean, even if there's a vaccine on the horizon, even if the province says we can have a little more seats open, we, it's not about making it till January or making it till spring or making it till summer. We really don't see a way that the theater can do a quarter like it was in 2019 probably till the end of 2022, um, if not later. And so this fundraising effort is just to make sure that we have enough stable funding and support so that between now 
and into you know the spring of 22 we've got enough of a backstop because we're we're not going to spring back in in january february or march it's not going to happen even even when everything is quote back to normal and we're allowed to do full service and full seats it'll take about a year for it to cycle up i mean tours don't book a week out they book six months out eight months out ten months out so it it'll take quite a bit of time you you paint a very challenging picture, um, and, and that's for sure. And and um, and so I'm wondering with with, with all these challenges, um, how how hard was it to to come to the decision, Kirby, to say, you know what, we 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 need help from our community. Well, it's an interesting question. I mean, I'll be honest. I've been here almost 13 years, and for the last 10, 11, we haven't done fundraisers. My goal and my target and my board supported it for all those years was let's get the place busy. Let's, let's make something that happens on the stage or on the screen and in the seats that's meaningful enough to people that they'll buy lots of tickets. They'll tell their friends, they'll buy beer at the concession. They'll, you know, they'll rent the place for their own event. You know, they'll come to their cousin's wedding or they'll come here for church or for a funeral. They'll come here for a corporate or a private rental. Um, you know, we just really, we turned this thing into one of the busiest venues in Western Canada and it was working. I mean, our budget last year was six times what it was when I started 12 years ago. So the plan worked, but COVID is, is just something that pulls the rug out from everybody. And, uh, as I said before, I mean, it's in some ways it's, it's just not an equal carpet, right? I mean, if we were able to open right now at half capacity and there were still tours coming through and there's still things to show. It's just not that way for our industry. Arts, culture, entertainment, community events, it's, it's still a long way off before that's normalized. I, I can't help but um, think the, la the last time I was in this theater was actually interviewing one of your colleagues, Aaron, for um, the podcast uh, that, that we did, uh, focusing on all the Juno venues, and, and you guys were in, you know, organizing Juno Fest, and then th that did not happen, and... and you know, life has been so different since that point. Um, what, what, I guess, Kirby, what, what have you heard from our community that, that gives you confidence to know that, okay, this, this fundraiser is, is going to work, it's, it's going to help us? Well, I mean, I guess the, there's two angles on that. I mean, one, I know it's going to help us. If it's successful, um, we have been, like, this whole thing was hinged, Eric, upon a first gift that we received through Bob Steen, who died in Saskatoon last year. But left a very huge philanthropic trail in this market and so um, and gave us a $40,000 gift and what we did was right away went to some corporate and organizational friends and that's um, Strata Construction, um, Kinsman Club of Saskatoon and Affinity Credit Union and they all came on board and said you know what Kirby if you push it to the public we'll match the first 40000 from the public and so essentially you know we're asking the public to, to fundraise the last 40,000, if you will, at a minimum. I mean, that's, that's, that we know that'll be matched. I mean, if we raise more, wonderful, right? But at the number I just told you, this building takes 65, 70,000 a year just to operate the building, not staff it, not anything else. So our hope is that in 21, we'll be able to do at least a number of small things to create small revenue, that that'll help pay for the staffing but that if we can raise enough money to backstop the bare costs. So, you know, it, it, the math works if we can raise it. Um, as importantly, you know, I, I guess the other angle on the question is how do we know it can work? And I guess all I can say is we were one of the busiest buildings in the West for, for the last several years. Uh, every, we can go in the street right now and talk to somebody, and they had been here recently, their sister, their cousin, their coworker, their friend, their partner. 
and they don't all come for the same thing. That's the strength, right? Like the building has always tried to reflect the community. Therefore, it's not a folk music concert room. It's not a movie house. It's not um, a rock and roll room. It's not uh, a rental hall. It's all those things, you know? I mean, we've, in my 10, 11 years here, we've, I think we've done about 65 weddings here. Uh, when you think about people choosing a space to do a pretty important day like that, and they choose here, that tells you something. It tells you the building carries meaning for people and it makes meaning for them. Uh, similarly, you might come, because you come for concerts, right? And that's your thing. Other people might come for comedy or dance shows. Or this year, we were slated to have over 50 days of live theater in this room. The biggest theater year we ever would have had. Uh, you know, some people come for uh, community events, um, awareness events. Some people come here for church. And so all I, all I have to go on is proof of this many people come through here regularly for something that means something to them. That's why we had confidence that we could ask for some support and some investment in the future. You know, we, if you put it this way, I don't want us at the Broadway to think about making it for the next 10 weeks or, or six months. I want us to think about having the next 10 or 20 years and returning to that very busy, successful thing we were. So in order to do that, let's get through the next six to 12 months. How can people help? Well, um, right now, you know, we're going to do a GoFundMe page to, to donate. And basically, if people go to either our website, broadwaytheater.ca, or we have a campaign site called broadwayheretostay.ca, either one will get you to that donation page. And, uh, you know, and if you can't give anything, that's fine. Jeez, I mean, we all, we all have been challenged this year economically, right? But even if it's not something you could give to, but you kind of believe in it, or you know someone who might, forwards help. You know, just just think of your six closest friends that you think, yeah, we, you know, we went to someone's wedding there and then I went to a concert there. Spread the word. I mean, all you can do is share with your friends what you believe in. And uh, if, if we send this out to hundreds or thousands of people, if they all share it just once, you know, we've got a really great chance of not only hitting this target we have, but, you know, going well over it. And it'll just make this place that much stronger to come back and, and be that busy a place where people make memories again. I wish you the best of luck. Um, it's been a privilege to get to know you and your team these last few years. And, and I remember it was March 2nd, I was here for the Andy Schaaf concert. And that was, the, that was the last concert I was at. And uh, I look forward to the day um, when we can come back here again and rock out to shows like that. Kirby, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we look forward to that too, Eric. Appreciate it. <laughs>